Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by... Alpha Site Logistics, serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. You can off, they, have, they offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Call them at 760-352-8383. Call them early if you're planning an event out in the desert area. Also, I want to thank Southwest Point of Sale for all their support. If you've got a grocery store, liquor store, or any type of a retail store and you're having trouble with cashiers, well, Southwest Point of Sale can bring you into the 21st century with self-checkout system for your facility. 800-540-2149. Give them a call. See if it fits. All right, kids. What's up? Oh, man. This was a busy week for us uh, after last weekend. Um, we, uh, well, last weekend we had Nicole call in while she was on site at the Rigs and Brews uh, event. Right. That was last Sunday. <clears throat> um, that was a lot of fun. As soon as we got off a radio here with you, um, we headed out over to the Duckfoot Brewing Company, which is, you know, what, two miles down the street from the radio station? Yeah, um, So we made it there within <clears throat> 10 minutes, and we were able to catch the last uh, 45 minutes there it was a pleasure working the Corva booth with uh Did you have Vinny. a lot of people with um, Vinny. There's yeah. a lot of people there. There's a lot, a lot of, vehicles, of people. A yeah. lot of capable vehicles and not just off-road vehicles but uh overland mm-hmm. type of vehicles. They're vehicles that are set up to go on long trips. Those are the ones they, you're starting to see more and more of. Like, like I they, call they, them the Acropolis vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> they know the, the world's coming to an end, so they're ready. They're gonna, they they carry water and showers and little kitchens oh, yeah. and sleeping stuff. They, know, so they, they, they can see the handwriting on the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can. Um, so it, it, was a, it was a good event, well attended. It was neat. A lot of people. A lot of people there. People. Did you guys have more. a lot of people come up talk about you know, S-D-O-R-C. Um, well, I was in the Corva booth, so oh, Corva I put oh, okay. I put Corva first and mm-hmm. then talked oh, to S-D-O-R-C gotcha. Lost Lizard. And did you um, pump the radio show like I pumped crazy? the radio show. Um, I, I I talked uh, to quite a few different people about uh, what we were there. I let Riggs and Brews know mm-hmm. about us. Um, Good. And, and to tune in to our show. I told them to check out last weekend's radio because we you know broadcasted live from there and sure. have them share it out so yeah, exactly. she was going to look into it on our website and cool blast that out i asked a lot of people to uh come in and join the lost lizard fun run and mm-hmm. pass out flyers said we're a, a group that tries to keep the areas open and that this is our big fundraiser and we've been doing it this is our 16th time wow and we've got the formula down we know how to make it a fun event right how to make it a turnkey yep, yep so it's easy for you to come and have a great day uh, and we just want to invite a lot of people, right? Trying to make it successful. Yeah, and and folks, if if whether you're an off roader or maybe you just bought a Jeep or maybe you bought a used vehicle, four wheel drive, and you want to learn how to make it work, yep. or really get the full maximum use out of it, 
you know, the Lizard Lost Lizard Fun Run is a great place to go because like-minded people are out there that'll share all their knowledge with you when it comes to going off-road and putting that vehicle that you own to the to the maximum use that you could take it to if you want to. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're here to test your skills and your abilities. Um, yesterday, my uh, husband, KJ Mason, went out with uh, Amy Vollmer, John Foster, um, and a couple of other people and pre-ran the course. Um, and they took my 2018 um, Jeep Wrangler JLU Unlimited. Um, so it's a base model because I was going to do a bunch of upgrades to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I went with base because why am I going to have them? Why am I going to pay for a Willys when I'm going to change everything out anyway? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, put curry axles, axles underneath it and everything. Well, my husband took it out yesterday and did the green course, and he did the entire green course. He told me in two wheel drive. He didn't even have to put it into four wheel drive. Okay, well that, the right that's course. good for the folks that so, are not four wheel drive. Yeah. Mining. So if you are a newbie to the end to the to off-roading you want to come out and explore you want to learn the desert learn your rig and how to use your rig that's what we're here for we're so you here have a green to show course. you yep and then we have a couple of different red courses we're going to have okay. um, right. two or three different red courses this year where you're going to break off and be able to put it in four-wheel drive and we are right. truly going to test your skills and abilities um yeah. but those will be clearly marked make sure that you have you know a minimum of a rear locker uh, minimum of 35s and body damage will occur guaranteed yeah. so be prepared um, and that yeah and that would be prepared yeah Yes, we are going to test your skills and abilities. The side-by-sides get through that pretty much okay? Yes, some side-by-sides because they have a little bit more articulation, a yeah. little bit more staged and set up they're than a regular bicycle. They're smaller. Yeah, they're they don't wide. have like mm-hmm. body right by the tires. You know, right. It's, you'll hit the tire before you'll hit the hit the body. Yeah. yeah. So they, the side-by-sides do well. The, the Jeeps, they need to be built. They'll, they'll be a sandy course, which won't be hard on the vehicles. It'll test your driving skills mm-hmm. right? because it's easy to get stuck in the sand. So oh, be, yeah. And it's on the mountain. It's not just a flat area. It's riding over the uh, east side of Superstition Mountain. Mm. Mm-hmm. But more to the west, there's a, a rockier area, and we'll have a loop that goes through the, the rock. So that'll be a lot slower driving and a lot more precision and careful. And that's I where that, you c- I call that massage driving. You, you could get in trouble <laughs> if you mess up there. Yeah. Yep. It's all about picking the right line. Yeah. Otherwise, you will get a massage, too. Your vehicle will just rub every inch of you. <laughs> In spots you didn't want it to rub. Oops. And I did it with the Frontier, and I thought, geez, Louise. I mean, I never bounced, you know, around so much in my whole life. Yeah. But that damn thing made it pff, no problem. Yeah, one of the guys I talked about yesterday was newer into off-roading. I, um, I was at the, uh, well, I'll talk about that in the next little segment, too. But he's newer into off-roading, and he didn't realize to air down. He's like, it was so bumpy, and it was so uncomfortable. And my oh. wife just had the most miserable time, oh. and I want my wife to enjoy it. Such a it big difference I, between 30 and 15 PSI. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I keep mine generally at 38 um, when, you're on the when I'm on the road. My, my tires are at 38, um, all, all, all four. I I'm, check them regularly. And, you know, when you're dropping down to 10 PSI, aside from that, you know, it makes a huge difference. It absorbs a lot. Of, more than uh, you would know. M- more than you ever realize. Plus, it helps because then your tires flatten down. You get more grip. It's easier to get through right. a lot of the areas. It's, um, it's just so nice. Yeah. Dri- riding a, it's driving nice to have an air down. lockers in a time like that, too. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spin the rim yes. out of the tire. Yeah, uh, shout out to Raceline Wheels, who's sponsoring me for the Rebel Rally. <clears throat> Raceline Wheels is donating um, five bead locks for me to cool. to do the Rebel in. So yeah. I'm really excited for that. I will probably be down at five <laughs> PSI. <laughs> 
Yeah, what well, would be locked, you can, you can get away with it. Yeah, definitely. I'm very excited for that. You can have the self-inflators installed. Uh, I'm yeah. not that rich. I will have my little Vi Air. But that would uh, be nice if you just compressor. Went, yeah, my little Vi Air air compressor. I'll be able to. You know another my battery. You know and, another. Uh, I should I should show it to you and let you play with it. It's made by Works W O R X. And I've heard it works. You just slide a battery on, it and it's an air pump. It'll pump up. You set the pressure, hit the button, and it sets it up to 35. Whatever it shuts itself off. It yeah. can't make way more than three pounds. Oh, that would that be That thing is awesome. It's all I, about uh, the tools, man. It's I know. It's definitely all about you the gotta tools. Have you got to right have, have the right tools. You got to have the right tools. You got to have the right tools. You got to have the right manufacturer. You know, I've had my Vire for a while, but I've I've drooled over the ARB dual compressor that's just set up already in your vehicle. Well, you just yeah. have to, you know, take it just out. Draw a hose just right draw out. a hose right out to it, you know. Have you I've seen got a couple of friends that have those. Where they put the, the fitting right on the side, like my friend has, you open the thing for the gas cap, yep, and you plug your air hose into that, yep, and then you go and you. But you can put you can put that little orifice anywhere you want on the vehicle. That's what's nice about, yep. you know, your the dual tank system. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, mine's not set up for that at all. <laughs> You'll I, wish you probably wished you had after Rebel. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, won't you definitely. just leave it down at Rebel? Your pressure? I don't think. Is there a time when you need to air back up? There are times where actually we have a travel day where we actually have to hit the freeway and go down, and it's a different yeah from point A to point B to get to a different section. There are there is I think one or two travel days where we actually have to hit the freeway, and so yeah, you have to air up and account for that. Yeah. Definitely don't want to be going down the freeway at 10 PSI. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. Yeah, this is SCORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to STRC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is brought to you by the man, the myth, the legend, Wayne Miller. When it comes to rounded rubber, nobody does it better. Yeah, I'm gonna have him change out my tires as soon as I get my new Raceline wheels. Yeah. I'm gonna have him take Ooh, him over to Wayne, and Wayne's gonna get, gonna get... well because oh, he can mount the... and balance any tire. Yep, he can mount and balance any tire, off-road tire, any <clears throat> street tire, you name it. Um, tractor tires. He's he's got you taken care of. If you're stuck down on a construction site, you need help. He's your man to call. He's got those mobile rigs to come out and and help you out. Six one nine five nine six two eight zero zero. Wayne Miller Mobile Tire. Cool. Cool. All right. So what else is going on in the wonderful world of sand? Um, oh, sand. Well. <laughs> and dirt. Yes, and dirt. Okay, well. Um, the, the train tracks. The train tracks. We will have a special guest next weekend. Um, and Lance Ricotta, um, the new owner of Boardmanville, will be new coming. Owner? Well, he mm. took over Boardmanville, I think, three years ago. He oh, bought it from Genie. Um, uh, no, it's in the bef- article. It's in the article. It's only three years ago he took it over. It doesn't make He was difference. working with uh, Genie ever since. It doesn't since. matter, but um, I think longer. But, uh, well, he's been involved longer, yes. Um, but he will be on next weekend to talk with us. He just released an article for ASA, American Sand Association. You can find it on Facebook, Instagram. You can go to the ASA's website. ASA has started a new, um, uh, I think it's going to be a weekly or monthly article that they are going to produce out and talk about different um, things. Um, and Lance did the article on um, the history of Boardmanville and the railroad crossing and, and the train tracks there and basically what happened. And so we'll have him on next weekend to go more into depth. Um, uh, he 
he definitely um, calls out the Bureau of Land Management for taking ownership of it um, as they are the ones that own the land and should be the main ones for it. Yeah, so they, I'm excited they, for that next right. weekend. Um, so he'll have some updated news on the underpasses? Yes, yeah. definitely. Gotcha. Um, yesterday, I had the pleasure, uh, a couple months ago, I got an invitation from uh, Joe Caldwell and uh, Joshua Tipton. Joe Caldwell is the president of the San Diego Jeep Club to come and speak at their oh. uh, annual birthday bash. So um, the club uh, became official, I guess, eight years ago. So this was their eighth annual birthday bash that they've put on. Um, and uh, I they had me there yesterday. I got to speak in front of a few hundred people. Um, so that was really uh, awesome and interesting. I um, spoke about how important it is, how vital it is for our clubs to work together. Um, you know, that there are a lot of clubs out there that are fun clubs, like the San Diego Jeep Club, where they're all about going out and wheeling. Um, and they're not a part of the actual work involved right. to keep the trails the and desert open. Yeah, exactly. And how important it is for those clubs to support clubs like SDORC and Corva and ASA um, and how much right now we are in desperate need of funds and support. Um, I also talked about um, trails and how important it is for um, keeping agencies aware of how much we actually go out and wheel on those trails and um, how frequently we're out there and utilize them, them, how much we value them. If we, if we don't, you know, make the agencies aware and we don't work with those agencies, then they don't realize how much, um, the, it, yeah, exactly. When there's an issue that arises with it, they don't have anybody to reach out to. They just close the trail down. Shut. It's easier to shut it down than it is to try and educate and manage it. Right. So if we work with them now, we work on education, we work on management for for that area we get plans in. So um, yesterday I challenged uh, the board members and the black ops, so they call themselves black ops members of the San Diego Jeep Club, to um, sponsor a trail. Uh, when um, TDS, Tierra Del Sol, 4x4 Club, um, uh, ch- uh, adopted Devil's Canyon, it was actually made National Bureau of Land Management news because it was the first club to adopt a trail out of the Imperial Valley office. Um, so and more and more clubs should more do the and same. more clubs should do the same. So um, I talked to Ed. And what does that mean um, by adopting the, the trail? You basically are in charge of maintaining that trail. So a minimum of every couple months, you have to go out, do a trail cleanup, whether that means you're in the forest and you have to cut down some trees, some bushes, make sure that there's clearance on the trail, make sure that it's open um, in case of fire season or anything along those lines, um, Then and removing the trash, packing it in, packing it out, going out there and making sure that the area is as beautiful and natural as it's supposed to be. Right now, we um, only have one club that's sponsoring one trail. Now, out of no, 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 don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's several different agencies, and the majority of San Diego County and our trails fall under the Palm Springs Bureau of Land Management Office, and we work a lot with the Palm Springs Office. Um, and then the Imperial Valley Office covers a lot of the sand dunes. There's a Baja to Pacific Crest Trail, um, and then there's some in, in Boulevard Campo area that falls under there, like um, McCain, but McCain's a lot of single track trail, um, so dirt bikes, so Ed, SDRC for McCain. I know it. Um, I know the then, trails there. Yeah, and then 4x4, four four, I want to do the Baja to Pacific Crest Trail, so that's a, you know, that's a huge trail. That's mm. actually, like, I think 200-mile 
um, maybe even longer. So that's a lot to do. But that basically starts at the sand dunes and goes all the way from the the sand dunes up through to I think the Rubicon. Um, I, I'm pretty. I'm. It's it's a it's a very far trail. Wow. But we would only sponsor you know <clears throat> San Diego yeah. County's portion of right, it. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I challenged him. I I threw it out there and I was like, you know what? I know you guys wheel a lot out in Hakumba. I had just spent you know. 10 minutes talking to uh, Josh Tipton about Acumba and the coming solar field. And um, the solar field is a part of the power sunla- Sunrise Power Link. And that's actually been something that I've commented on for, I don't know, 10 years now, I want to say. I've commented on um, complaining about the location of the solar field. You know, I grew up going um, shooting right there um, between Smuggler's Gorge and Shooter's Hill in Acumba, right at the bit- top of the um, – the grade right when you get off to go to the desert tower instead of going over to the left and going to the desert tower you turn and you go to the right and you go over to smuggler's gorge right there up against the um mexico border and you we would just shoot at the hills right there Mm -hmm. but um now you can't now there's a huge solar field that's going to go in right there Uh... and yeah and so we were talking about that and i said you know you you if you were involved, you would have known for the last five years that that's been open for comments every single year. We can comment now, on once it, it's and closed, now it's once it's late. done, it's done. Yeah, the deal's been done for. The for... problem with the solar thing is that it's private property, and you know how do you deal with private property? Somebody bought a, some land and they want to put a solar field. I mean, I, I may not like the solar no? field, but uh, we respect private but property rights. But if you're the rights. private owner, yeah, I but you're the, the solar films field folks. Are going to write you a check that would curl your hair to buy that piece of property. To but be they able to bought it from the Bureau the of private... Land Management, probably no. for this specific reason. Yeah, it I... was. This was this land was purchased um, was probably purchased... fifteen to twenty years ago. Part of the Sunrise Power Link um, to go in and go through there. Sure. Um, so and it belongs to so it's been yes, this has been something that's been in in for in at least the, in the works for at least thirty years. A part of the Sunrise mm-hmm. Power Link system, but the solar fields uh, actions only been in for at least fifteen years. Is what I'm aware of for that planning and development for that area and where it went up and over and into. Um, but that you know. Again, club involvements. If if you know you were, if they knew the area was of concern, and so um, the San Diego Jeep Club does a lot of the Valley of the Moon. That's right there. Um, the gas stations in Acumba, just before the you reach the grade and go up and over, you can get off right there where that Chevron and um, what is it? I think a Arco or a Shell station. I think is right Shell. there with the yeah, with the, the helicopter. helicopter on the top of yeah. the, the. There's a whole story about that helicopter too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor I love landing. It. <laughs> no, it's actually a, a, a fighter, isn't it? A fighter yeah, helicopter that was uh, purchased and, and rebuilt on top of that. It doesn't have an engine or transmission. Uh, yeah. The guy bought it at auction. Just and a he, Hulk. And he, um, he rebuilt the, you know, the, the shade thing over the, the pumps at gas stations? They built a real heavy-duty one over those so that it would hold that helicopter. Yeah. He'd been planning that a long time. So that is the marker for the start. A lot of people meet right there, right across the station from it. That's where they air down for, and then they start the Valley of the Moon Trail gotcha. right there. So I challenged the San Diego Jeep Club yesterday How was to the sponsor. Um, they actually accepted it. They said that they are going to work with you me challenged to, them to adopt to adopt the Valley the of trail. the Moon. Yes, uh huh. So you go on from one side and go to out the other. Mm-hmm. It's their trail. It's not their trail. It's the, but it's the Bureau trail. of Land well Management, be. but no, that's a that's the, that club it. frequents that trail. So it's kind so, of their trail. So, um, well, no, I, it's open to everybody. I you know, know, but I'm just, I do it all the time, point, and I'm not a member. My point is, if you go to a park 
and play softball with all your friends. No, it's not your park. It belongs to the city. But right. it's your park because that's where you play ball. Yeah, it's so, our backyard. Exactly. Yeah, and if you don't support your park, exactly, then they're going to close it down. For example, if you played baseball there but never cleaned it, didn't pick up the trash, let the fences rot away, never paint anything, yeah. guess what? You're going to lose it. Yep. So it's their trail. You need mm-hmm. to support yep. your trail. Yeah. So I'm going to work with the San Diego Good. Jeep Club to make sure that they um, you may um, end up with a full time job. Uh, yes, the Bureau of Land Management. And they adopt that trail. And then because of that, yesterday another um, club uh, was there that uh, branched off from from the San Diego Jeep Club, and um, he said he contacted us um, in, uh, via Facebook and um, our website. And he hit me up and he's like, I want to accept your challenge too. He's like, can you get me a list of trails? And I'm going to accept your challenge and I want to adopt a trail. There you go. And I'm like, yes, I would love to. There are several of them. Where's your favorite wheeling place? As soon as I get off the radio, I'll give you a call. We'll coordinate and link up. And so that's what we need more of. We need to be able to show these federal agencies and state agencies, you know, that we care about these these areas. We're going to keep them clean. We're going to do the trail maintenance. We're going to do what's required to maintain that trail. You're going to be out there anyway. You might as well clean up. Well, have, have a little bit of, yeah, spend, spend an extra hour Take and a bar- up some trail. Take a barbecue out there, have a little party at the end of it. Yeah. You know, like you guys do when you do the Lost Lizard cleanup. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That um, was uh, Zach uh, Staples from, what is it, Yeepers Creepers? Yeah, I think so. Jeepers Creepers? Jeepers yeah. no, with a Y. Jeepers oh. yeah, Creepers it. Jeep Club. Yeah. Yeah, he was interested in, um, in maybe doing something. Well, you know, it's all about. Exposure to the clubs and getting more and more people to join, and then yep. you, and, but Reaching if we don't work clubs. as a fist, exactly not a finger, yep, we're never going to get anything accomplished. Yep, it's all like about teaming up together yeah. and I making like that it. a fist versus yeah. a finger. I uh-huh. love it. Yeah, you can use it. Say which it on finger? A t-shirt. I will. We want to be a fist, not a <laughs> finger. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Well, <laughs> thank God we don't have live TV on right radio. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. You're all listening to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. You can check them out on the website at sdorc.org. Right there, get the shows, past shows, help keep the deserts open. This is FM 96, AM 1170. The answer. Hi, folks. Welcome to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by PRMI Mortgage, Chris Wiley. Tell us about it, girl. Chris Wiley, Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. He's here to help you out for any of your loan needs. If you're looking to refinance your home, if you're looking to be a first-time buyer, he's here. He specializes in your VA, FHA, all those difficult ones where you got to jump through those extra hoops. Give him a call. He's here to help you out all along the way. He specializes in it, and he's excellent at what he does. He really is. He cares about you more than anything <laughs> else. Trust me. Well, off-roading, too. Hey, in San Diego Off-Road Magazine, if you've not seen that magazine, then you must be new to the industry. Go to www.ssorm.com. You can get your magazine online. You can get it shipped to you. And it is your one-stop shop for anything and everything off-road. They have been doing this, gosh, for more years than I care to admit. All the way back, 04, I think. No, 80s. 83 83 was when they started. Yeah, Yeah, Sherry and Steve, S&S Off-Road Magazine. Yep, they're the best. My pick is in a a 1984 
uh, issue. Wow. Ah, you are old. All right. So. Older than dirt. So. <laughs> so so you had a good event yesterday with Corva. Yes. Last week. A lot of your group showed up. How was the reception about everybody working as a unit versus independently? Did you get any responses or reaction off of that? You know, a lot of people are are want to work together. We all know that we're all here for the same end goal. Because they can see um, the future. Yeah, it's definitely. You can Bleak. see the future. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Especially with the same um, current administration mm-hmm. that we have going on. Um, you know, unfortunately, we, we really need to step up um, against our current administration. Um, you know, I, I believe Larry Elder has one on here. Um, there's right. a couple of others that are going to be running for, for, um, uh, I got Joseph Luciano coming in next. He's oh. running for governor. Oh yeah. Luciano is fantastic. Yeah. He's so answered he's some questions. He supports off road. And, and, and I had, I mean, he, what they didn't get him on the ballot cause you know, he, he wouldn't join up with the Republicans. Yeah. So he's a write in. So I wrote him in. Hopefully everybody else will too, but he's going to be in the next hour chatting. Oh, but that's fantastic. It's all about working as a team. Teams yep. always get farther than individuals. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, definitely. If we if we don't all unify and come together and stand together united as a whole, then it, it's going to... Yeah, exactly. We're just going to fall apart. We're going to start losing our, more of our lands than we already are. Um, you know, what we're up against when we're fighting the Center for Biological Diversity and we're fighting against the Sierra Club. I mean, we're talking about multi-billion dollar organizations as opposed to our measly little, you know, off-road organizations. $150 organization. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, the funds that, that we're up against and, and the, the arsenal that they have against us, unfortunately, you know, we... We're the we're the ones that look like the bad guys. We're the ones that look like we're out there causing damage. When in all actuality, you know, ninety eight percent of off roaders are there to preserve the natural environment. They're there to they want to keep just, just it looking natural. They want to explore the the um, outdoors. They don't want to see the trash. They don't want to see you know graffiti <clears throat> on. I'm I was so bummed. You don't want to go up. in the wrong place. You seen graffiti no. out there? Well, I was just you up at the quartz mine in Ramona. And uh, two weeks ago, and when I was at the quartz mine, there was a, a graffitied heart and and a graffitied, you know, they took spray paint and sprayed oh, all over the, you know, part of the quartz that. mine. And it was like, that just breaks my heart, yeah. you know. So easy to do and so hard to remove. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's just <clears throat> not right. That's just not right. So. Yeah, exactly. So what else you got, son? So a friend of mine passed away last week. Oh, sorry uh, to hear. Tony Boswell, who owned uh, vintage Suzuki and, and seat racing. He was a vintage motocross buddy. Uh, he died of COVID. Oh. Not much older than me. It's very sad. Very sad. Uh, Audrey, did you see about Mike McGarity? And what? his wife both have COVID that she checked into a hospital. No, they, I didn't they, see Naomi is in a hospital. They, had a, um, they both had a rough go of it. Uh, Mike said it was really kicking his butt. And his wife got down enough to where she needed to go in. Well, that's wow. a so, bummer. Uh, that's, that's pretty pretty sad. It's a real disease. I, I mean, Without people hand, politicize the vaccinated it. Vaccinated people are going down. Even now they're finding more. My buddy so- Brad, who got vaccinated, got it. And he um, was sick. He, he wasn't that sick. He didn't he need to sick. go in, but he was sick. A girlfriend so, of my wife just was planning on going on a cruise, went to Vegas, came back, got COVID. <laughs> now she's down and out. Yeah. You know, 
So just because you got vaccinated, it doesn't mean that you're, yeah, you may not get as sick, but I tell you, you just got to be really careful right now. Yes. Thank you very much, China. Yeah. Sorry, to, sorry to bring that. So we talked about the Vegas Torino race last week. There was a big off-road race, mm-hmm. a point-to-point. It's the longest distance race in in the United States. Right. Well, I just noticed that uh, the motorcycle team of Jacob Arbright and Dalton Shirley not only won the motorcycle class, but they won the, the overall fastest time they overall. Have the, they have the best. Yeah, they beat all the four wheelers, which really? doesn't really happen no. so Very much often. In the old days, the motorcycles always killed the four wheelers just by a lot. Right. Baja one thousand, they'd win by like two hours. Um, not so much with the uh, trophy trucks, um, but but these two guys really killed it. And then second overall was Ricky Brabick riding solo, and he beat all the four wheelers. And he had a crash, and he he kicked a rock bad enough he thought he broke his toe. Ooh. And he he soloed five hundred miles after that. Oh. Yeah, he and he did it early on. Uh, wow. Ouch. So the guy that got third, Trevor Hunter, he posted a twenty minute. Uh, a video from his uh, onboard camera, the camera on his head, mm-hmm. and I watched it. It was just amazing how fast they're going. <laughs> now, like I used to race desert, and it was rough. Like it was physically demanding. It was like you're just getting your butt kicked. That's why it's constantly. called. You used to race desert. Well, I'm old too. Uh, but but I was watching, and I couldn't believe how smooth the racetrack was. Now the motorcycles go first. The trucks really churn up right, right, the, the right. course. So I was watching, and mile after mile, you could drive a car down that road without a problem. You could drive a car fast. A down Volkswagen. The road. Any Jetta? car. Well, you got to think like, of it now. Was the Vegas Torino in and Prim. He's, he's cruising between 80 and 105. Jeez. And it's not like it's dead straight. There's turns and there's little dip things. And, and some of it was rough. Some place you got to slow down. But some of it, he was on the gas, holy mackerel! It was like a a sped up video. Yeah, like they do back. Yeah, right, right. Like, but it was really, it was real time. They were really going. So, it's it's di- this kind of racing. It's different than what I'm accustomed to when I think of desert racing. Desert, like you're getting your hands like like your blisters are are bleeding, getting ripped open, and your legs are burning from mm-hmm. you know from pumping through the whoop de doos. There was no whoop de doos. It was just. Just flat out. There's, and then there's I, probably some. You're just so missing I'm, him. Well, I saw 20 minutes. It was yeah. like from one pit to another. Did and it was incredibly smooth. Afterwards. I had, had to lay down. <laughs> so I, I, I found another guy who was driving um, a vehicle that he had built, like a, a garage vehicle, and towards the back. And then now the, the, the course was radically different. Now it had ruts and it was, had bumps in it. That the, the vehicles, the four-wheel vehicles, really are hard on the ground. Oh, yeah. They, so you can imagine 800 horsepower and those big tires, and the guys are on it. That really destroyed. But I was really surprised how smooth it was at the beginning. Huh. And, like, no wonder the motorcycles were killing it because you can cruise at 100 miles an hour on that. I can't even imagine cruising at 100 miles an hour on a track I've never been on. <laughs> I know. Well, and you don't know it, the they track. Have, so, so these guys have amazing vision, right, because you can see ahead and, like, okay, it's smooth. Now – I don't know if you knew that when they lay out a, a, a desert race, they, when you see an up arrow, that means it's all smooth. When right. you see one down arrow, there's like something there, and a good rider could wheelie over it, mm-hmm. but you got to be ready for it. If there's two down arrows, well, you need to drop a gear mm-hmm. or two maybe. 
And if there's three down arrows, boy, you got to hit the brakes. It's going to be bad. Yeah. So if you trust the court, the people who put on the race and they arrow it appropriately and you have an up arrow or you don't have anything, you can really open up the throttle and go. You can't, you can't bank on the people that will like to set booby well, traps. No, I've never heard of booby traps in American races. Really? No, I've heard I mean, of them in Baja. In, in Baja, of course, in Baja they they go nuts. But I've never. Oh, I mean, you're, oh maybe I'm they sorry, do. Baja, I'm thinking, yeah. But uh, up here, I've never heard of booby traps. Yeah, uh, we have so liability the, and all that. Yeah. So for the Vegas Torino, did you see that there was a three? I think three, two or three, three wheelers that actually raced. There were it? some three wheelers, which yeah, is I interesting. Yeah, that was the first one that they came back and. So you know what's funny about that? The nineteen. 19- 82 Baja 500, the the Honda had just released the 250R three-wheeler. So it's a 250cc, two-stroke, a high performance. Now, three-wheelers had always been low performance before that. Like, they were something that you would use on a farm. Right. Right. So they, they came out with a racing version. Well, they won the overall of the 82 Baja 500. It yep. was really, it just sort of blew the top off of the whole off-road world. And now people one. had to have, I never had that one. Now, KJ's have, husband, yeah. he still has one, right? Yeah. My, my husband, to... KJ, has a 250R that's built to the tilt. It's yeah. big board. It's it's <laughs> it's ready it's, to go. It's got everything it, it yeah, needs. Yeah, he starts it up every so often. Oh, I just love it. I can't. I, oh. It's neat. It, I've, I've only been on it one time. I almost killed myself probably the one oh, time. Of course you did. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, if somebody brought one of those back to life and they they got it set up for uh, desert racing and they took it to this vegas torino they would probably do well oh yeah i've got mine guy. set up and would probably win the vegas torino <laughs> not it, it, it easily goes blow up. Up. it easily goes 100 miles an hour he used to um you need to go 100 to win this race yeah well he used to drag guys... it at, at gordon's um and down the down the drags at gordon's wells um yeah i got a friend of mine that has Two or three of those, and you know he's been collecting them for years. So yeah, so he probably knows all. And that was kind of my when I got into the three wheeler world. I got as high as a two hundred SX, but my goal was always a two fifty R. They they were neat. And I've ridden them. They're amazingly fun. Um, I you know I own a two hundred X. Yeah, I've had that for years. S or SX. X. Two ATC two hundred X. So it's a suspension. four stroke. It has front and rear suspension. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a five speed. Uh, Manual transmission. Yeah. Literally my favorite bike. Yeah, Audrey spent time on it. I spent time on <laughs> I've it. I've spent yeah. a few hours on it. Well, I've done a few SX miles on it. It's the only one that had front suspension. It yeah. had front, but none in the rear. And I got huh. that. I had that. And I had a, you really yeah. think you're something. Like, oh, it's so fun. It was built to the hilt. Yep. I mean, I think it would climb a tree. Yep. And I it love threw, it. Threw me on the ground like a. <laughs> so Goob, Goob Tech Racing, um, I think his name is Michael Goob. Um, and he he won um, the three wheeler division last weekend for the Vegas. Oh, Torino. really? Yeah, uh huh. He won it. He he um, uh, ironmaned the race, and <sighs> for the last uh, what did they say? I, I, either twenty miles or forty miles, I forget. But he popped one of his rear tires, and he literally had to take his body weight, shift it over, and he rode two wheels on the three-wheeler for the last, I think, 20 right. miles of the race. Well, he didn't want to ruin a good tire. Yeah. it's a, <laughs> This is an eight-hour race. Yeah. That, like, the, the best, the fastest guy did it in 744. The next guy, 754. And, I mean, everybody's beyond that. So, so to solo that, even That's if amazing. the route is smooth, 
eight hours of haul, like just yeah, hauling freight, hauling yep. freight, just yeah. the the tax on your mind, never yeah. mind your body. But that's your, right. The concentration, brain, the concentration that long, and your vision. Oh my god! All right, hey, we're gonna take a quick break. You listen to SDRC Dirt Radio, FM ninety six one. AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Hey, let's talk about K&J Termite and Pest Control. Kelly and Justin, Termite and Pest Control, they're here for any of your pest control needs. They have over 30 years experience, but they're a newer small business starting out. Um, I actually am going to have them come service my house in the next week or so. Um, my, I'm up. I actually just canceled my current. I'm switching to them, so I'm excited for that. Have them come do my termite inspection and see where I'm at and yeah. what's going on. Um, they are avid off-roaders. For, um, they have a, a Jeep and go out to the desert. I'm very excited because um, they are sponsoring the Lost Lizard Off-Road Fun Run. Um, and they're sponsoring all of the kids' raffle prizes. So How that is huge cool for is that? us. That's cool. They've been coming yeah. to some of our meetings, and they're very nice people. 619-441-7378. Give them a call. Kelly and Justin, Termite yep. and Pest Control. Yeehaw. Yeah. All right, let's hear so, the talking about um, upcoming events, next weekend we have the uh, Lakeside Parade in the morning. Um, the Lakeside Rodeo is next weekend. We always, um, you know, at San Diego Off-Road Coalition actually originated out of Lakeside, East County area. Um, a lot of our board members, uh, when we first started, actually lived in Lakeside. Um, and this is something that we have done for, gosh, 15, 16, 17, yeah. 18, 19, 20 years. I'm not exactly sure how long, but I know the yeah, Smiths have been doing it for a dozen years. When Jim McGarvey was president, we did it back then. Yeah, so I want to say this has been a 20-year-long so, thing that probably, we've been partaking in. We're one of the largest sections of the Lakeside Parade. If you have an off-road rig, whether it's your three-wheeler, your dirt bike, you've got a thing, you've got... Um, <laughs> Myers, Manx, Myers, I've got the thing. toad. It just doesn't drive yet. Do we um, tow it? I need to. I know. <laughs> Pull it with the three-wheeler? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I need Put your work. husband in it and drag it behind the Jeep. He could just I pull it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, bring your off-road vehicle out next weekend on Saturday morning. Show up between 8.30 and 9 a.m. on the corner of Maple View and Channel Road in front of Window Tech. Sign our waiver. Um, we'll line up uh, between 9 and 9.30. The parade starts at 9.30. You go down Main Street. It's a lot mm. of fun. Um you know, um, I'm, I'm, I ran over, I tried to run up the street light last, what, two years ago in my Jeep because they didn't have it last year. So two years ago in my Jeep, I put my wheel on the, the, um, red light and tried to run the red light up and over and it's a lot of fun. When, when, when else can you do that down main street True. in Lakeside? You didn't get yelled at? Um, no, cause it's during the parade. Uh, it's allowed. I just it's fun. That. A lot of it's people fun. come out to watch the parade. Ed rode his three wheeler and he did a wheelie like for a quarter mile or a half mile down Main Street. <laughs> All the wheels go in the air one at a time on that thing. Yeah, no kidding. One side um, one, the other side. We are going to immediately, I am not going to stay for the whole parade. I'm going to be there in the morning from eight to nine to help and make sure everybody signs the waiver. And then I am packing up and headed up to North County Fairgrounds, um, the North County Mall, for the Escondido Off Road Nights. So hopefully oh, you come. 
come out and with yes, rat salt will be out there and um yeah, salt uh he's putting it on. And um we've got a booth there, so hopefully you can come out, join us for the parade and then head up from eleven AM to seven PM. We will be at the Escondido off road show um with rat salt. I know I think off road nights, they um, call it. And it, I yeah, forget the off-road. name of the Off-Road Nights yep. is the and name of the show. on Racer Radio today at 3 o'clock talking about the event. Oh, awesome. So tune in later so on So tune today. in later for that, too. Rat you know, will be here an, himself. He was an X Games uh, medalist, gold mm-hmm. medal, and I think it was Street Luge. Ask him, ask him what it was. What it was. But, but you know, been, where you, where you lay down on the skateboard. Yeah. And, so he's kind of gotten himself involved more in. He's done quite a few off-road expos, you know, yeah. trying to help yeah, the off-road Yeah, he's done a community. bunch of them. Oh, he does a lot of them. He's um, uh, the talk show or the uh, announcer. He's, he's um, done a lot of announcing announcer also. for SCORE Racing. So he does the Baja 500, Baja 1000. He does the SNOR, um, uh, fi- San Felipe 250, oh. um, and a couple of other he ones. He announced this. I'm pointing at my T-shirt. Cal VMX. Cal VMX, they did a, a race at the Polo Arena at the Del Mar Fair. Yes. And uh, I was so competing in it on one of my old bikes, and he was there announcing. Doing the, he, he's a good guy. He does a great announcing job. Yeah, too. he's a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's got a great he's voice. He's donating yeah. a booth to SDORC. He's donating a booth to TDS. So cool we'll be there next weekend promoting the Lost Lizard memberships. Um, I think I'm going to uh, dig out my thriller and bring it up there. Yeah, come Come ask me about your favorite desert. Ask me, you know, let me know where what's your favorite trail, and I'll let you know what's going on with that one. Get your that's picture I, taken I with like Audrey. To, I say, oh, yeah. oh, I love to wow. see that. Um, She'll autograph I'll, your program. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll be there. So that's 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. next weekend at the North County Fairgrounds in, I kind of think it's Rancho Bernardo, Rancho Penasquitas area, but they call no, it Escondido. It's, it's Escondido. Night, so. it's, no, wait a minute. I, um, it's, isn't it in the Carl? I thought it was in the Carlsbad. No, it's where? No, it's it's North it's County like Fairgrounds. It's like right when you pass. Oh, no, right, you know where the, it's at? Off the 15. Stop the train. You remember yeah. where Sears used to be? <laughs> Now you're dating in yourself. North, well, in North County, <laughs> North County, right there, past Lake Hodges. That's yeah. where they're going to put it, right in the in the old Sears parking lot. Yeah, just past the 78 and right. 15. Like if you're going to go to the Wild Fair Animal Is it Mark. North County Fair? Is yeah. that the name County of the? Fair. Yeah, North now, County Fair is, that's not is what the they shopping call it now, center. But that's what they and B, BJ's restaurants right, right there. there the yeah, corner. yeah, yeah, yeah. We eat there. If you go right, you can go to the Wild Animal Park. If you go left. You go to Hernandez Hideaway for the best Mexican food ever. I've eaten mm. there. I love Hernandez Right Hideaway. on the lake. There? Yep, I've been there too. And the one I used to love the most is that when you got there, your cell phone quit working. It's always 50-50 <laughs> between that and Nessie Burger when we're on our way home. I like Nessie Burger. Nessie Burger. Nessie Burger. It's yeah, further out near Paula. There? Oh, my but, Lord. That, that's uh, on 76? Right. Just yeah. as you take the, Right on the on the west side? Yeah, I've Yeah, they there. got out of a tent. Now they're in kind of a structure. Yeah. <laughs> but the food's it's nicer. Good. It's still the best. I've had Nessie Burger. It's still hands down the best. I still have, I have a T-shirt that um, I wear. Okay, and then also for November, we've talked to the last lizard November 13th. I also want to do a shout-out to Corva for November 20th. How long have um, they been in they, business? 50 years is Ed Waldheim's celebration um, ceremony, 50th birthday bash for Corva at Slash X up near Barstow. Between um, Lucerne and Barstow. Yes. About halfway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
The next event after that will be, uh, oh yeah, our, ours coming up in September. I uh, forgot to mention our Otai Mountain cleanup is going to be on National Lands Day, which is Saturday, September 25th. Um, we have uh, teamed up with the Bureau of Land Management. Um, hopefully we'll have the San Diego Gun Owners Club out there and we'll have the SD Must out there. I, um, and we I will sent be, this to Mike at uh, SD Must and to Wendy at the San Diego Gun uh, owners Association. Gun Owners Association. Yep. Uh-huh. And Rich Ewell, they'll be here this afternoon. Um, I, I talked to uh, John from Sandy uh, South Bay Rod and Gun uh, yep. the other day. So we will be and staging just uh, uh, south of the South Bay Rod and Gun Club. Um, just and past. They, they own a big piece of land there, bigger than what their facility is. And yes. there's a, um, a smooth area just off the road that, that, that has been used in the past for cleanups. He said that... SD Must has used that land in the past. Yeah. Didn't realize they'd done other cleanups back there. Michael Johnson, yeah. 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 But they have. Mm-hmm. So we'll go out there um, on Saturday, September 25th, and get that cleanup taken care of. Um, so uh, then the next th- the next cleanup, um, we have the November 13th, Lost Lizard at Superstition, and then it's yeah. January 8, uh, 15th, Martin Luther King weekend will yeah. be the Dunes well, cleanup. Which day of that? That's a three-day weekend. That's a three-day weekend. Many it's people. Saturday. So it's Saturday? June fi- January 15th. Will there be... I've gone to it in the past where they had a, a separate cleanup in the north and the south. It'll be the same way. So, so they'll have the one at Buttercup, one at Gordon's, one at Glamis, one at Gecko Road. Dune Buggy Flats? Yes. Is that right? That's mm-hmm. where they set up the south one. Mm-hmm. And then the north one, is that on Wash Road? The north or is one that is that at Vendor Row. It's oh, it's at Vendor Row. Ve- it's at Vendor Row? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. It's behind the beach store um, at Vendor Row. So. so have you talked about your cleanup yet? Yeah, we yeah. just did. Okay, yeah, it. you just missed that one. I just missed it. That's okay. Oh, well, yeah. We don't like to tell people when you get up and walk away. I know. That's okay. Well, my next go. guest is Your next here, guest so. is here, which I'm actually excited to meet, John Luciano. Oh, you never, uh, Joseph. Joseph. You never met him? Who, no, I haven't actually met oh, him we'll in person sure, yet. Oh, we'll make sure, yeah. Yeah. And invite him to the uh, the next SDRC meeting. Meeting. Oh, I should. Or two, yeah. two, two Tuesdays? Yes. Two weeks, yeah. yeah two the weeks. first Tuesday in September. Because he would be, yeah, he'd be a good guy to have come speak. the first. So um, if you have anything uh, that you would like us to address, please feel free to reach out yeah. to SDORC.org, info at SDORC. Um, we want to do a shout out to Rugged Radios uh, for donating to the Lost Lizard. Yeah. We want to do a Nicole shout out to Lifestyle work, Garage. Um, they donated to the us. Lost Lizard. We'll have a better commercial and shout out for them next weekend. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Um, and who says curly hair won't get you anything? Oh, my oh, God. They so got awesome. us, got us sponsors. Guy. Yeah, she's a rock star for sure. I'm very yeah. proud to have her as my rebel partner. I'm she's she worked her butt off this week and and was able to bring in a, a few different sponsors. Um, and by the way, we got life's... helmets for Nicole and uh, Audrey. We're going to have Mark Lewick do his magic on him, and we're all excited about that. Yes. So um, we're going to meet next week and go down and get that taken care of. I'm very excited. Yeah. Become a member of SDURC. Support those that support our sport. Uh, help out. Uh, if you have anywhere in East County, you need to get some work done. Lifestyle Garage. Uh, Tony Snyder's there to help you out. Oh, yeah. Him and his they, wife, Ma- Michelle. That's just a mechanical the shop. Side. They work on vehicles. Yep. Lifestyle Garage is all about getting your vehicle to to. Be able to match oil. your skills and abilities, yeah. Whether or, uh, or not you're or, or doing get upgrades. the locker installed. Yep. They can do that. They can do it the all. Whole nine yards. So All right, folks. Well, hey, don't don't go anywhere. Yak Radio's coming up. And we're gonna be talking with Joseph Luciano. 
He's running for governor. And when you hear his what he has to say, you can believe if he gets in, it'll be a better state right here in California. FM 96.1 AM 1170. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. The program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. 